Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. And in today's episode, we are doing a Does It Hold Up? We're dealing with 1998, I want to say 1998, uh, Kane Hartley Waite. And then when did... Uh, uh, 2000, 2000, 2001. 2001, like the Space Odyssey. And so we're going to really look at those and see if they held up. And uh, But before we get into does it hold up, we're going to get into a little bit of what, Brandon? Movie news. So up first, Disney. Hercules remake is teased by the Russo brothers, the animated version. Aaron, your thoughts? My thoughts. Uh, as long as it's different from the one that, it, that we initially got, I'm cool with it. Because I don't want the same rehash of the same thing. I want it to be different. I'm cool with different. I'm not cool with uh, Lion King. Which he is had to thing. mention it. He just I has to. to mention Lion King. Lion King be. left a bad taste in Aaron's mouth. It didn't it not in yours? I uh, know I liked it. Uh, I just didn't feel the last act was all that great. But I liked the when Simba was a kid. I loved that stuff. Did you uh, not feel like you saw it already? I don't know in like the original one. Uh, Everything. I mean, yeah, I guess I did, but I didn't mind it. You know, it's Lion King. I don't. I don't mind that. <laughs> okay. Okay. What else we got? All right, up next. Well, sadly, up next. Vin Diesel teases teases Riddick for script almost finished. <laughs> Nobody cares, Vin Diesel. Um, uh, well, I care. I mean, I like Riddick, but I don't think he should get green sequels greenlit. The movies that flopped. <laughs> Which Riddick, I guess, did okay, but I know he's getting the last Witch Hunter too, which was a massive flop. He's probably gonna get Bloodshot too because he's Vin Diesel. That's and what that's what it is at this point. Is because he's Vin Diesel, he can get stuff like this done. Yeah, I, I've never seen anything like it before, though, uh, where one actor can have flop after flop and somehow get a sequel to something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really. I mean, I would say. I would say maybe Bruce Willis when it comes to the Die Hard stuff because it started getting really bad, but kept getting more Die Hard movies. Get up on me. Oh, no, you you broke up on me. (laughs) I I lost you. I lost you. I'm looking right at you. (laughs) I lost you too. (laughs) You froze up on me, man. You was like. You froze up on me too. See, we're bad talking Vin Diesel. That's what's happened. I'm sorry. Let's move on then. Let's move on. All right. National Treasure TV series in development at Disney Plus. What are you thinking about this, Aaron? Uh, National Treasure. I like I like the National Treasure series, so I'm all for it, man. I like uh, Nick Cage. I'm a Nick Cage guy, so like you're a Nick Cage guy. This will be a a younger cast. I think it's going to tie into National Treasure three, though. So, but it will be a younger cast. I don't think I've ever seen three. I've seen one. But there, there isn't a three. Is it there's not? Going to, there's going to be a three. Oh, okay. It's going to go to theaters while this one's going to go to straight to Disney Plus as a TV series. You know, I believe it's going to tie in to the movie. You know, it's like Jeepers Creepers 3. I forget that it exists. I don't know how we got here. 
I don't know how we got the cheaper screamers. Well, Andy will appreciate that because of horror. But yeah, uh, I don't. I forget that that exists. That's what I'm saying. Like when you said, I thought you were saying National Treasure Three does exist. And I'm like, it's oh, it's going to. I understand now, <laughs> but like I'm saying, I said I just forgot that it. I didn't know if it did exist. I just it seemed like something to be already in the world. It should have been, but you know, Nicholas Cage, you know, went down. <laughs> he went real. He went bottom. He went to Seagull level. Well, no, he didn't. No, but no one can no, go there. No. <laughs> yeah, Seagull's no down, down. Yeah, Seagull's been down. He, there's no coming back for him. I don't think. No. Uh, but I don't want to get on him either. Uh, I don't like the guy. But uh, <laughs> I like his earlier work. But you know, I don't. I watch it to see how bad it is sometimes. But mm-hmm. you know, I have to be in that mood to see a really bad movie that's really bad. But I, I'm I'm looking forward to National Treasure TV series, uh, National Treasure Three. I think it's going to be great. I think we need this. I mean, we need treasure hunting stuff. Uh, we don't have much when it comes to treasure hunting. You know, you're, Indiana you're Jones right. Five is taking forever. Uncharted keeps getting delayed. <laughs> we got a Tomb Raider sequel coming, which I know you're not a big fan of Tomb Raider, uh, or not not the films, at, at least. Uh, but you haven't seen the last one. You haven't seen the the new one. So, I'm not a fan of any of them. Oh, you don't like the games either? Never no. was a no. Uh, Just never been my bag, man. Never uh, been my bag. Never his bag. Never his bag. Never my bag. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Leo gets. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he does speak in movie quotes. I tell you. <laughs> All right. Up next. Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt are set to reteam. Reteam. The movie hasn't even came out yet. <laughs> but they are set to reteam. Reteam <laughs> for a superhero film called Ball and Chain. Oh wow. Right, so Why are they reteaming? How do we know they got great chemistry? We don't know this. By the trailers, it doesn't look like they do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably don't. Um, they got I, a team. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, when you said the Rock <laughs> dummy Ming was doing this, and I thought, oh no, that's Hogan. That's <laughs> why I put my head down because, yeah. Oh my god! Well, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, there's no coming back from that here. <laughs> maybe I can do the people's uh, people's eyebrow. Yeah, maybe. So, what is your thoughts about them doing a superhero film together? <laughs> oh, whoopee. Uh Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, it's the Rock. You'll see it. I'll see it. I'll see it for him. Yeah, but I don't know about the reteaming. Let's, let's see how this Jungle Boat does, or whatever you call it. Let's see how that does. Jungle Bruise. Whatever. It sounds bad. sounds terrible. I I hate the trailers for it. It's based off of a ride at Disney World. Come on. Like Pirates of the Caribbean was. Nobody cares. Although Pirates was fun. (laughs) I never never been to Disney World. I'm talking about the movie. I live by character through the movie. I've never been. I I was a poor black kid in in Bowling Green. We can't afford Disney World. We had... We could go to Dogwood Lake. 
We went to Dogwood Lake. I think I once went to Opryland. That's close enough. All right, all right. All right. Last bit of news here. Shoot. They went down the wrong way. Well, as this as as this whole podcast has, Brandon. <laughs> all right. Nev Campbell's in talks to join Screen Five. Your thoughts? You gotta have Nev come back at least for some type of small role or whatever. She is a her. Well, she ain't the sole survivor. Uh, her Dewey and uh, Courtney Cox Arquette. I forget her name. Uh, Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Yeah. Yes, sir. They are the sole survivors of the whole thing. I, I wish. Um, uh, what's his name? The one that I, re- I really like, he died. He was the nerd, the new horror. Randy. Randy. I wish he never died, but, you know. Um, yeah. And I made a mistake killing him. Uh, I'm curious to see where they go. Um, like, are they going to reboot it? Like, maybe say it's a sequel to the screen one? Aaron's yawning over there. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Um, I look forward to it. I mean, I love Scream, uh, so um, I love the franchise. <laughs> Are you okay there, Ed? Yeah, I'm stretching my back out. You know how it I is. Know, I don't know. I mean, I, I do, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm excited for Scream 5. Uh, Nev Campbell returning as Sydney Prescott. Excited if that happens. Uh, gotta have Dewey. That's my main thing, though. Yeah, I love you gotta have Dewey. I feel like if they have him, he's going to die <laughs> this time. Um, yeah, but he's going to come yeah. back so shredded because he's a wrestler now, and he's a legit wrestler, man. It's crazy that David Arquette is like did that. He He's living the gimmick from uh, Ready to Rumble. He literally became a wrestler. So. He got hooked. Hey, man, and, and and he's hardcore. Like, he goes, he does falls, and I mean, and I've seen some of his matches on YouTube, man. He, he's pretty good. So hey, that's great. I'm I'm happy for David. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that that was the sound of his career falling <laughs> before he became a wrestler. <laughs> now I love David Arquette. Yeah, the last thing I seen him in. Once a a late Greeks. Yeah, the Ready to Rumble. Ready Rumble was like ninety eight, ninety nine. Was it? Yeah. Last thing I think I seen him in was that Kurt Russell, Kevin Costner movie, Three Thousand Miles to Graceland, where he didn't last. Oh, yeah, he wasn't that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I forgot about that. They had a good cast. Yeah, Kurt and Kevin people, man, together, great. Yeah, it was sadly a lot of people died uh, early on. Like Elvis, living a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That, all that's right. all I got for movie news, though. Now we're about to get right into. Does it hold up? Yes, sir. All right, so let's dive into, I'll say the oldest one first, and that um, would be Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, so let me get here. Can't Hardly Wait. This is the synopsis. Uh, a multi-character teenage comedy about high school graduates with different agendas of their life. Of, of life on graduation night. Uh, the reason why I picked uh, these movies is because it ties into uh, the 
maybe in, when kids graduate. So I wanted to do something kind of about graduation. And so Can't Hardly Wait is a graduation film. It came out in 1998. It is PG-13, and it's an hour and 40 minutes. And it's a comedy and romance or romantic comedy. Although I don't consider it a romantic comedy. It's a comedy, but it has some romance in it. Uh, and Brandon is going to give you the numbers. Yes, sir. Uh, it got a 6.5 on IMDb. Uh, Metacritic gives it a... 52%, 85% like this on Google. As far as Rotten Tomatoes goes, uh, it got a 42% on the tomato meter. Not good. Audience score, 63%. A little bit better. A little bit better. Uh, uh, it was on a budget of $10 million, I believe. Yeah, and it made 25 So it, it was a profitable film back in 1998. Uh, yeah, not to go over the whole cast. Uh, uh, directed by Harry Elfont uh, and uh, Deborah Kaplan. But not to go over the whole cast, but we're gonna go over the main folks that you will notice. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt as Amanda Beckett, Ethan Embry as Preston Myers, Charlie Cosmo as Will, uh, William Litcher, um, Lauren Ambrose as Denise Fleming, Peter. F Fessinelli is Mike Dexter, and then uh, Seth Green is Kenny Fisher, and then you have a bunch of other people in the movie that didn't really have real names. They had like Jock One, Jock Two, things like that. Girls party who it, you know. So, uh, man, let's go into it. Does it hold up? So, um. This movie initially in '98 when it came out came out the year before I graduated high school, uh, so I always considered that like the high school graduation type of film that I really loved, even though American Pie came out when I graduated, and so that's the movie that uh, that had a I guess had a one of the lasting impressions. Later on, I didn't like it initially. I had to go back and watch it, and with the full audience to like it, you know, because the audience made yeah. the experience better. Versus me and a few friends watching it for a screening of it. I worked at the movie theater at the time, so I got to see it before it came out. So, but um, yeah, this movie though can't hardly wait. I thought it was I thought it was fun. Then uh, Ethan Embry is is so lovable in this movie. What's your thoughts? My feelings on this movie has changed somewhat uh, to the Ethan Embry character. Uh, I, I get it. I get it. I do. But I think realistically, he would come off as a stalker. <laughs> but um, man, I always felt like a connection with his character. Like uh, he loved this girl, but he just didn't have the nerve to talk to her for four years. And uh, he wrote her a letter. Uh, so, I mean, he's, he's a lovable guy. Don't get me wrong. But I think with from the girl's point of view, she would look at him as a stalker in today's world, you know. Uh, uh, but I was more, this time around watching it, I was more in, interested in Seth Green's character and Ethan Embry's best friend, Lauren Ambrose. I, I, I like their chemistry better yeah, this Denise time around Flemings. watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Denise Fleming's and Special K. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, watching this movie like everybody in this movie is pretending to be somebody 
that they're really not. Even the Peter Fessinelli, I think that's how you say his last Peter name. Fessinelli, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 Mike Dexter. Yeah, the Tom Cruise lookalike. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how I always acknowledged who he was. He was, oh, the guy that looks like Tom Cruise a little bit. Uh, but I think his real person came out when he was actually drunk, you know, who he really was. Because he came out like a decent person. Maybe gay, yeah. but decent person. Uh, yeah. They, were, they was played gay? with that a little bit. They played with that a little bit when he was really drunk. That I'm not saying he was. I'm just saying they played with it a little bit. And yeah. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, they could have. I'm not saying he was. Uh, he may not be, but they played with it. <laughs> well, <laughs> that he could be. Um, um, and I feel he was pretending to be somebody he wasn't. You know, he broke up with uh, Amanda. Because he thought he was going to score a lot in college. And uh, I, overall, I really – I mean, I still enjoy the movie. It just doesn't – it's not where it was. Like, some of the characters, I feel, are flat. Uh, but it's a very enjoyable movie. I'm not trying to make you mad, Aaron. No, you're not making me mad. You're not making me mad. I mean wh- – I used to love this movie as like, as a teenager. Um I saw it a few years ago. I, I liked it. I still like it. It's just I don't – it doesn't have – it doesn't leave the same impression on me. Like, I was more of an American Pie uh, fan, so I don't know if that would still leave the same impression because I hadn't seen that in a few years either, but uh, – You act like it's like WCW versus WWF. Like, like yeah, it feels like the kids. You can't be a fan of both, right? Um, no, I mean, I like both, but I was more of an American Pie guy uh, – Growing up, uh, yeah, Allegiance. I yeah. was more of a WWF guy. Like I was really about WWF, and I was more of a uh, can't hardly wait person because I seen it first and it had that lasting impression. Although American Pie has withstood the test of time as far as like with the sequels and everything. Yeah. I'm not saying every sequel was good, but at least it had some staying power. And I loved that they came back with the the reunion, the American reunion. That they did like ten years after they made the movie, which was which was good because you know it was around the same time as my high school reunion, the ten year reunion, which I just did my twenty yeah. year, which was ew, that's crazy, right? But uh, it is crazy. But uh, yeah, I I agree with you though as far as like uh, when I first started watching this uh the other day, I was really like oh man I was kind of dreading it because late, late and I was watching it I'm like uh, this is not as good as I remember uh, but but then like what what kind of kicked it for me is when I started uh, when I went back and started watching it and uh, I started listening to the uh, like remember all the quotes that Kenny especially special K was saying yeah. like like who's gonna be the lucky lady who's gonna you know you know like he's doing his little thing his little bit and uh, and I start saying the lines for it, and I'm like, man, I do love this movie. But it is because of Ken or K, special K. It's because of uh, Denise Fleming. She was a little bit more annoying. I think I always thought she was annoying. Uh, she because she always brings up memories. Like remember we dated when we was in the third grade, or we did this in the first grade, or da da da. You did this, you know. She always remembers her connection to the people when they was younger. She's that girl. And that's what I didn't like about her. But uh but Amanda Beckett might not even be the girl that, you know, Ethan uh say I keep calling him Ethan, that's his real name. I forget his name, uh in this movie. 
um, she she might not be the right the girl that he really wants. He might think this is, he wants her, but don't really know her. Uh, Preston Myers, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, William uh, Letcher. I, I liked how uh, in this movie he becomes a little bit more. He got to really switch with Mike Dexter in the sense of know what it'd be like to be the popular kid, but not be like a. I don't feel like he was like a prick about it either. I felt like uh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Not at all. Except for the whole uh, throwing the girls uh, yearbook in the well, but they, she got mistreated throughout the whole movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can hear I, you. I, I didn't hear a word you said. You froze on me. I said, um, um, like, like, uh, uh, I forget it, Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. How, how uh, they kind of mis- mistreated her in the movie. Kept throwing her. That's the only time that he did something that was really cruel, is when he took her yearbook and just threw it in the water. Yeah, you know? She was a, she was really annoying about that yearbook and people signing it. And I was like, okay, get she, a grip. She wants like, the memories. She wants to keep memories. They're forever. Yeah. They're precious. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I guess they are. Uh, I didn't keep any of my yearbooks, so I don't know. I can't relate. Uh, but you know, when we she was uh, all about that yearbook, though. <laughs> when we cleaned out my mom's house, uh, here recently, uh, she kept all my yearbooks. I didn't even realize she kept my year yearbooks, so I was able to bring some of them home. But yeah, every year she'd have me to buy the yearbook, <laughs> so she kept them all. So I was kind of happy to see that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, I, like I said, they are memories. Uh, I, I I think I just I don't know my school years uh not very fan, fond fond of them. So, don't have good memories of yours. No, not 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 a lot. <laughs> not a lot. I understand. Uh, but uh, but back to this movie. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It, I remember watching it back in the day, and I was all about the Preston and Amanda storyline. Uh, that's what kept me, you know, in, invested. And this time around, it just wasn't the same. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Preston wasn't all that fleshed out for me. Uh, I get that he liked this girl, but he never spoke to her for four years. He didn't really know her. You know what I mean? Well, the movie felt like it really, truly isn't really about Preston. Even though Preston is the first character we literally see, you know, like we have the whole intro where, uh, you know, they're talking about what their plans is, that there's going to be a party. They set up everything that's going on that Amanda Beckett got broke up with by, uh, you know, by Mike Dexter broke up with Amanda Beckett and, and dudes naked under his, uh, he's going to go streaking, things like that. You know, uh, they set that all up, but then when, we, when you meet Preston and, you know, you get his little bio and stuff like that, uh, you see him and Denise, and you see their friendship and who they are. But when we get to the party, you really don't – we don't spend a lot of time with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Spend more time with – like, I felt like Kenny. Spend more time with him, Denise, maybe. Um, Amanda a little bit. Uh, maybe uh, Mike Dexter and his friends. <laughs> I think about his friends. It's funny. She has mirrors. She has mirrors. Above the bed. Uh, <laughs> well, I, what I like about this movie, though, and again, it's I like Mike Dexter. 
to a point. Like, I don't know, I started to feel sorry for him when he was drunk, you know, not before. <laughs> but when he was drunk, I felt like I was seeing the real person come out. And I just felt like this movie kind of was about, you know, again, people pretending to be something just to fit in uh, or about them trying to find themselves. Uh, that's how I viewed it this time around, and which is interesting because I never viewed it that way. But, <laughs> but I, I was like, this guy, he broke up with his girl. Jerry O'Connell shows up, tells him it's not like college isn't like they, the girls like to talk about real world things, you know, what's going on in the world, not high school chicks. Uh, but, you know, I, I was like, so he's realizing that he's made a mistake. <laughs> Uh, he's drunk. He's making a mistake. He says he wants to get back with her. She kind of embarrasses him, or he be- embarrasses himself. But then he starts spending time with the guy he he is tortured for four years. You know, they kind of bond a little bit. So I like that aspect this time around. Uh, I feel like we got to know the real Mike Bet Mike Detster. But with that, with the uh, the epilogue at the end, you realize that Mike falls back into that. Like he had that moment right then where he could have been cool to uh, William, yeah, because they went through something together, and yeah. Mike vouched for him and everything. Uh, but they could have been cool, but in front of his friends, he he got like you can see he was embarrassed to be like talking to this guy William, and so he re- retreated back to being a jock, yeah, and, uh, and 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 he never got out of it because you realize that he lost you know his his wife and job and stuff like that and he worked at a gas station you know he just he just didn't have a really good good life um but i did want to bring this up real quick uh while we're sitting and talking about it the the amount of people that's in this movie uh, a lot of people (laughs) man um all right so uh jock number one is shannon Rowe. uh jock number two is sean patrick thomas who is from halloween Who's also from uh, he, uh, Brandon pointed that he shows up in the other movie we're, we're talking about today, and I, and I was like, oh, I forgot all about that. Uh, and then he's also in um, Save the Last Dance. Uh, yeah. but I know him mainly from Save the Last Dance and Halloween Resurrection. And um, then there's Joel uh, Michael Lee, who is X File number one. And then uh, Jay Paulson, X File number two. Uh, and then there's other people. There's that dude from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Jason uh, Siegel. Jason Siegel, yeah, he's in here. Uh, uh, Marissa Joan Hart, uh, uh, Melissa Melissa Joan Hart, right? Yeah. He's in here as well. It's just really cool to see her. And then Donald Faison. Uh, Love seeing him in here. I forgot that he was in here. And Preston Meyer. Uh, no, no, not Preston Meyer, but uh, Brecken, Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer, yeah. Brecken Meyer. Him and I believe him and Donald Faison is like really, really close friends because they they've been in several things together. Uh, like he he works well with Donald. He works well with Amy Smart. Just like you, you, you feel good whenever you see Brecken uh, mm-hmm. in something. So. Yeah, I also like the fact that J.B. Presley was in this, and she's also in not another team movie. Uh. So I like that. <laughs> and you think about the think about the fact that this came out in '98, and uh, now another team movie came out 2004. Was it? 2001. 2001. So it's like several years, but she—I mean, she still looks like the exact same 
from yeah. that time frame. And even today, she looks the same, man. She has not aged. She's she's on that Tom Cruise water, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I've always liked her though. Uh, that southern accent she has. Uh, she, I've always been a fan of hers. Even though I, I I think she was in My Name Is Earl. Yep. And I know she's in Mom. I have not seen those two shows, but I've always enjoyed watching her. She's always I've always been a big fan. Uh, so I, I was I, I forgot she was in Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, it shook me. It's like, wow, she's in both. Okay, bigger role in uh, not another team movie, but I, I, it was it was a pleasure to see her. Also, Clea Duvall was in this as a had a little cameo. Uh, she was, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't seen her in years. Uh, Selma Blair, I believe, was in this as well. Uh, a lot of people was in this movie. <laughs> it, it, that one girl did look. Was that Selma Blair? It did look yeah. like her. Okay. Yeah, it was her. Oh man, just like it did. Also, the uh, music in the movie was from Smash Mouth. Yeah, uh, uh, can't uh, get enough of you, baby. You, baby. That, that song. <laughs> they were able to get that song before Smash Mouth was big and famous. Yeah. So they was able to get them before they became like. Then they hit and they became famous, but they already had the song. So, you know. Yeah. It's pretty dope, yeah. but yeah. Um, as far as does the movie hold up, um, uh, I would say that there's some things in the movie that doesn't hold up, like them calling uh, Mike Dexter a certain word. I don't think that holds up. You, can, you can't you do that. Yeah, you can't call people that today. Uh, you shouldn't have called them that back then either, but definitely no-no. Can't call them that today. That's, that's a no-no. Uh, you can't uh, – I don't think that – uh, Special K running around with a pleasure pleasure bag is uh, is PC. <laughs> and also uh, trying to find girls to just to knock the boots with, you know. Uh, I will say one thing, though, real quick. Uh, when he's sitting in the chair, Seth Green, Special K, as you call him, uh, which is what he called himself. But, <laughs> but anyway, when he's sitting in the chair, he's listening to this girl cry about her boyfriend cheated on her. He said, I'm going to bang the next guy that talks to me. And he falls back over. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's classic Seth Green right there. Uh, no, no, no. You are far too you're far too fine to be looking so Far too fine, baby. To look so sad. <laughs> what can Special K do for you to make you feel better? You can come to the pool house with me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, also another character I love in this movie is like they and they kept coming back to us the running gag because they at the beginning when they get to the party they panning through and showing everybody they showed yeah. the uh sporting exchange guy and they saying uh i am a sex machine he's like yeah and then he says would you like to touch my penis and then like and then like uh they and he started to say it but that's when mike dexter comes in uh and um he's High five and everything, but later on when when uh, Preston Meyer, uh, Preston, uh, when he's uh, telling this story about like this is what I should do, I'm gonna go. What do you think? And they cut to the foreign exchange kid. He says, "Would you like to touch my penis?" <laughs> Sex machine, huh? Sex machine. But yeah, it was really funny. Um, like that character, man, just like, just like little, the little characters like that, like how bad it got for this girl's party at her house. 
feel so bad for her. They pooped in the refrigerator. They did something in the refrigerator. We don't know what she, what they did, but yeah, it was. Well, I just I thought <clears throat> for what this movie was uh, on on graduation night party graduation party, uh, you know it needed to tell. I thought thought it told everything it needed to. Uh, so I mean, some characters weren't fleshed out as as good as they could have been, but I still feel like it holds up. Uh, you know. I mean, still a very entertaining movie. Uh, you know, I feel like you could watch it if you wanted to. Every graduation, <laughs> it could be your graduation movie. I feel I would choose something else, but for like you, you're a massive fan of this. Uh, I would say this is probably your graduation movie. Actually, I, I'm such a fan of it that I own. I believe it's the DVD copy of it. That is the uh, the anniversary edition of it. I'm trying to see if I can spot it on my shelf. That's what I'm looking up. But uh, yeah, I own it, and it has uh, it has like uh, commentary with the with the cast and crew coming back like years later. Talk about it. Of course, we know Peter uh, Fessellini went on to be in uh, the Twilight films. Is, uh, oh, did he? Yeah, he's the father. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know he did. I know he did. Uh, uh, he went on to do that. Seth Green went on to be major for uh, uh, Robot Chicken and uh, yeah. also Austin Powers. Um, and then, um, of course, the people that wasn't really a part of the movie that's in it went on to do bigger things. Uh, and, of course, Jerry O'Connell is Jerry O'Connell. He's just Jerry O'Connell, man. He's Jerry just Jerry, man. Just Jerry. Yeah. yeah. What did Trip, he go on to do, Trip, though? Was it Trent like, McNeely? Trent McNeely. Yeah, Trent McNeely. <laughs> what movie did he go on to do that was big, though? Not movie. I'll say TV-wise, uh, stuff like that. I would say that movie, we all know he went on to be. He, he did, uh, what movie did he do? He I mean, I know he did Tomcats with Shannon Elizabeth from American He, he did uh, Kung, uh, uh, Kangaroo Jack. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. With Anthony Anderson. With Anthony Anderson. He did. Uh, but I, I have a confession to make about that movie. I don't hate it. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't doubt that, Brandon. <laughs> but uh, yeah. See what he's doing there. You see what he's doing, people. He's insulting me without insulting me. <laughs> But that's okay. I can take it. But um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say the person that left this film that did the biggest thing, Jennifer Love Hewitt, maybe. I, I would say that. I would maybe. Say that, uh, Donald Faison went on to be in Scrubs for for like every season. So. And Skyline. Uh, Don't forget Skyline. Big. I've never seen Skyline, man. Big film there. Um, <laughs> Uh, I would probably, uh, I would probably have to agree. It was Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, she went on to do, I think, at that year. Uh, I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. She did Ghost, a couple, Ghost couple comedy. Yeah, Ghost Whisper. Uh, she had another show she was doing. She's currently on nine one one, I believe. Uh, I, I'm assuming she's still there. I know she was there for season two, so I'm assuming she's still there. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say she's probably had the biggest career of all of the people that was cast in that movie. Um, I mean, I can't think. I mean, Seth Seth would be second, I would say, but his 
is more. He's not of, mainly uh, voice work, though. Voice work, yeah. He went on. Was to he? Be I mean, he was voice. in Buffy. He was in Buffy. So. I forgot that he was in Buffy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, when I think about him, I, I really honestly think about him in. Uh, oh, so if you think about it, he was in another movie with Breck and Meyer. Man, he was in uh, Rat Race together. I didn't yeah. even think about that that they were in this movie together. Although they weren't, they never had a scene or shared a scene with each other. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, you know, I think that it would be Seth Meyer breaking, breaking, uh, breaking went on to do uh, pretty o- okay. Like he had okay. a TV show with the Zach Morris guy. <laughs> Mark M- Mark Paul Gosseler. Yeah, they had a TV show. Uh, yeah, that didn't last though, but. Um, and it lasted like four seasons. That's good for TNT. It is good for TNT. Um, and it's good for more for most people these days. Yeah, but <laughs> but I, honestly, as I think about it, I, I can't think of anyone that actually went on other than them to like seriously be major. Now, uh, um, the guy from uh, what's the name again from uh, um, uh, I hate uh, how I met your mother, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. He has a show currently. Uh, I don't know what channel, or it might be just on Hulu. I'm not sure, but he has a show currently that he's on. Uh, so he's still working. Uh, so oh, yeah. that's good. He's still working. So yeah, but he was in than, Freaks and Geeks as well. Of course, yeah. Uh, he's in Freaks <laughs> and Geeks. I love Freaks and Geeks. So we talk about that. Uh, how much we like yeah. that show. Um, but I would have to say. Um, uh, as far as my marks for this movie, we ready to go for our marks for this one? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, for the marks for uh, Kane Harley Wade, I'm going to give it three and a half mark outs out of five. Uh, I go three and a half because it is uh, – I go three and a half because it is a – it's something that – it holds up well, but it's uh, it has a lot of flaws still, and it's a – it does. Oh, that's my grandkid. She's excited, man. The bear is dancing. <laughs> She's dancing with the bear. Uh, but it has a lot of flaws, but it still holds up. Um, and um, so three, three and a half mark outside of, out of five. Uh, three and a half uh, for him. Uh, I'm going to give it three. Uh, I still feel it's enjoyable, uh, very entertaining. Uh, just didn't. I don't know. It's just maybe it's not aged as well for me. Uh, maybe uh, I don't know. I still like it though. I, th- I think it holds up. Aaron's like, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you give it three point five. I give it three. Yeah, they're, cool they're they're positive scores. They are. Like they're a, not. They're not negative scores. They're good. Yeah. Scores. It's not like I gave it like a one or anything. No, it's not like the boy two or anything like that. Oh no, it's a five compared to the boy two. <laughs> All right, so let's go into our next uh, film uh, that we took a uh, look at this week, and it is I'm gonna get there. Gracias, mi amigos. Uh, not another teen movie. Uh, it is uh, from 2001 is an hour and 29 minutes long and it is a straight comedy rated r of course it is uh <laughs> um a send up of all teen movies 
that have accumulated in the past two decades. That is the synopsis. Uh, directed by Joe Gallen. Um, the uh, marks. We're, I mean, I'm ready for your uh, scores for it. All right, uh, it, it's gotten a 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Metacritic gives it a 32%. Uh, 85% like it on Google. Did you freeze up? Well, it doesn't get much better. <laughs> it doesn't get much better. 29% uh, on the Rotten Tomato. He's saying meter. meter. Uh, okay. A little bit higher, 55%. Yeah, I said meter. Yeah, you you right froze up. Meter. You froze up at meter, but you're good now. Now you're frozen again, probably. All right. I apologize. It ain't your fault. It's the shoddy and connection. It made thirty. It made sixty-six million on a fifteen million dollar burger. <laughs> Take us home, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fifty million burger. Uh, that's what it said. Anyway. This movie stars as uh, Shia Lee, Janie Briggs. Uh, uh, Shia Lee is Janie Briggs. I'm sorry. Chris Evans. That's right. Captain America. America's ass. Is Jake Wilder. <laughs> Jack. Jack. Jake Wilder. Yeah. He's got uh, a banana in that booty. Yep. Uh, Jamie Presley as Priscilla. Eric Christian Olsen as Austin. Mia Kirshner as Catherine Wilder. Uh, Dion Richmond as Malik, Eric Jung Jungman as Ricky Lipman, Ron Lester as Reggie Ray, and uh, so uh, there's all kind of people in this movie. Uh, man, this man. so uh, I'm gonna agree with you. First off, up the up the jump, I had so much more fun watching this movie than I did. Uh, can't hardly wait. This movie is just fun. Uh, it was. It was a lot of fun. And the jokes still work. The uh, the gags in it still work. Uh, it's just, man, the movie was it's just such a good movie, man. It's a, it is. Now you said it's probably your best uh, spoof film. I'll say it's uh, up there for me. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a lot. I've only seen a few, uh, but of the ones I've seen, yeah, this is my favorite. Like, I haven't seen the classics. Well. You've seen Spaceballs. Okay, it's not my favorite. <laughs> I don't really look at Spaceballs as a spoof, though. I look at it as a real movie. But, like, Naked Gun, I don't look at those as spoofs. I look at those as real movies, real comedies. But I know they are. But So, okay, I won't put it first. It's up there. Because I don't think it's good as Naked Gun. I don't think it's good as Spaceballs. But it's up there. It'd be top. It'd be in the top. Right now, for me, five. Being the top yeah, five. Of what I've seen, I would say it's three. I would put Spaceballs number one, Naked Gun number two, and this number three. Hmm. Of what I've seen. Like I said, I haven't seen Airplane or Airplane it, the sequel. We're going to have to have him see Airplane, uh, Blazing Saddles. I haven't uh, seen that. And uh, you've seen Scary Movie. I've seen the first two. That's all you really need, honestly. But, uh, all right, but yeah, this movie, man, uh, America, America's uh, favorite superheroes in this movie, Captain America. Captain America. America's, in his first role. It was his very first role. You know, 
who knew that they got well? You can see him like he was very a nice looking young man. Who he went on to be like such a he went on to be such a star. Yeah. I don't know why this child is climbing on stuff. Get down. <laughs> I'm literally looking upward, right? Because she's like trying to stand. No, you are. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, okay, she's fine. Don't do it that way. There is literally nothing to stop your fall. Anyway, okay, don't do it at all. Okay, so keep it going there, Brandon. Uh, I'm just enjoying the show. This is Adventures in Babysitting Live in Bowling Green, Kentucky. <laughs> yes, it is. But no, I mean, okay, first off, I want to say Jamie Presley being named Priscilla in this movie. I knew it, uh, that it was a gag on Priscilla Presley. I, I just knew it. Uh, I didn't and, think uh, about that until just now. Yeah. Yeah, I did. As soon as she said her name was Priscilla, her last name's Presley. Uh, you know, uh, so I was like, yeah. So that was awesome. Uh, Chris Klein, not Chris Klein. There is an actor that's playing Chris Klein from American Pie, though. He looks just like him. Same hairstyle, same. Yeah, mannerisms. He like he uh, says his words kind of like Chris Klein. Yeah, it's like uh, he's doing a good job playing Chris Klein, playing Oz from American Pie. Uh, but I tell you who I really liked in this movie. The the Olsen guy, who was a Dumb and Dumberer. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Th- oh. Yeah. That guy. Playing, man. He was playing Paul Walker. Not only from uh, She's All That, but Varsity Blues. He combined them, and I love that. It, it, for me, in some ways, this movie is like a tribute to Paul Walker. <laughs> well, it's. Uh, I would say this movie is. It's not really making fun of teen movies as it is, like sh- showing love for teen movies. It was showing uh, love. Yeah, it, I agree. Because. Uh, like all the stuff that they referenced, even things that people like they referenced uh uh Can't Buy Me Love, I think. They referenced oh, yeah. uh like, Lacey like, uh Claudia from Party of Five. Lacey yeah. Chabert, uh which is funny that she's from Party of Five, same with Jennifer Love Hewitt, played Amanda. Oh, and she looks and she looks like well, she looks like Jennifer yeah. Love. Uh yeah. let me uh I'm trying to look up real quick. Uh so a movie with um, one of my favorites, uh, it, although he's uh, escaping my mind right now. Um, let's see, "Can't Buy Me Love." Um, and that was in there. Jo- uh, jo- um, man, uh, uh, jo- John Cusack. Um, yeah. So I think it's "Can't Buy Me Love." It's one one of those movies. One of those, I, I, it might not be that movie. No, it's not John Cusack. That I'm talk, I'm thinking about. It is John Cusack. I'm thinking about, but it's not this movie actually. Uh, uh, pretty in Pink. No, uh, no, Pretty Pink. Pink's in there too. They yeah. had a. They literally had a Ducky character. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, Sixteen Candles was in there. Yeah, Sixteen uh, Candles. Uh, Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Was, yeah, Breakfast Club was the best scene for me when uh, uh, Paul Gleason reprises his role. I, I I was just I I just stood up. You marked out. out. You marked, I marked out. out. I was like, yes. And I was quoting the words with him. Uh, uh, the movie I'm thinking about is actually Better Off Dead. They reference Better Off Dead in this movie. Uh, it's really I seen that. It's really subtle. 
in this in the better of dead all right so throughout the whole movie john cusack is being chased by this paper boy on a bike and he says two dollars because he owes him two dollars and so there's this and he has a bag on his backpack and he has like a bunch of uh kids is running after him saying two dollars uh yeah. in the in this end of this movie where uh uh you know the ducky character is trying to run and hurry him get to uh What's the name? Uh, trying to get to the love interest. Uh, and there's people on those bicycles that keep passing. They keep saying $2, $2, $2. It's like very subtle. But I was like, oh, that's that's, uh, that's better off dead. I, I couldn't remember what it was, but I knew that there was a reference. They referenced Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, the father in this movie of uh, uh, Chris Evans is the same father from Ferris Bueller. It's Ferris. It's, it's Ferris's father. It's Ferris Bueller. So that was great. Just like just the layers upon layers yeah. of stuff that they put in this movie is just brilliant. Well, I I, I liked um, see the the brought they referenced Bring It On. Uh, the funny. only one they didn't do. The only one that I didn't see was Weird Science. Uh, they didn't do that. That was like the only one. Um, I'm surprised they didn't. I guess they'd be too on the nose to do weird science. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't do weird science. They did. I want to say all of John Hughes's major films. Uh, yeah. Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles. Uh, they did. Uh, then they did American Pie, with uh, several ways. They, they yeah. The father, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid is in this movie. Yes, he is. I He's love all, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid was hilarious in this movie. Um, but there is a scene where he's walking to the he's walking from the kitchen with a pie in his hand. And yeah. You know what he's gonna do with that pie. Um, um, and then they reference it from the very beginning of the movie was a reference to the very beginning of American Pie when Jim's father. Freddy. Yeah, she uh, Janie's father. Uh, but Janie was uh, watching a movie that you know it wasn't a porno like American Pie. It was a Freddie Prince Jr. movie. It was uh it was actually uh uh was it she's all that she's all that yeah yeah because she says I masturbate I masturbate to this film yeah yeah it yeah. like, looks kind of embarrassed oh oh that's a that's a good scene right there if you haven't seen the opening to this movie <laughs> that movie that's crazy everybody shows it but uh also uh they also reference uh ten things I hate about you twice yeah uh, they reference it with the whole Janie got a gun because that's like in ten things with Heath Ledger. Yeah. How he uh how he shows up and starts singing to uh Clea uh, Clea Duvall I think it's her name is that name Clea Duvall? I, I honestly forget her name now you know what I'm talking about Julie Julia Styles the Julia Styles uh in that movie and then also in another scene uh what are you eating <laughs> what oh, okay it's a passing by all right um I'm like what is going on but uh. Also, another scene where uh, I'm gonna just call him the Ducky character. Ducky, it. yeah, he uh, he he's, he does that poem for for uh, Janie. Uh, but that poem is kind of like like in uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Uh, also, they have they in American Pie they they have a Nadia character which is on the nose. Yes, it was right on, on the nose on something right. <laughs> Um, g just a just a good little uh, 
Just a good little entertaining movie. Hey, this is hot over here. Okay. This is happening, guys. So Very entertaining. You're freezing up on me, though. Oh, now he's got a kid. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Say hello. <laughs> hey. So, hey. anyway. So, uh, we're talking about not another teen movie, which is not appropriate for you. <laughs> no, don't yeah. touch nothing. Don't touch the screen. <laughs> She's going to cut us off the air. <laughs> she is. We're finished. We're done. Can't touch yet. Okay. Over. So, uh, let's get you down, though. There you go. <laughs> no. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Don't touch that either because it's hot. Well. There you go. Fall forward. There you are. You never yeah. know what's going to happen on the market on movie podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You just never know. We're live, Kids show guys. Up. Kids just show up. You know? And uh, girlfriends come in and adjust cameras. So, yeah. Or yeah. lights. It happens. <laughs> Not my girlfriends over here because that'd be weird. Yeah. It'd be very weird. Married weird. and all that. Um, so, I don't know where to go from there. But <laughs> oh, hey. Let's go here real quick. So, they also reference uh, Porky's as well in this movie. with the uh, So, with the kids uh, – the the kids is pretty much like they're acting like uh, Preston from uh, Can't Hardly uh, Can't Hardly Wait plus like all the like uh, um, the kids from uh, Sixteen Candles with uh, you know Michael uh, I, I forget his name right now help me Sixteen Candles Michael uh, Anthony Michael Hall you talking Anthony about Michael Hall yeah so the okay. the kids that act like them right. Yeah. Uh, essentially, and they act like the kids from American Pie. That's like the combination of all those characters. Um, you know, it's funny that um, they reference the uh, uh, they reference Porky's with looking through the people to try to see the girls in the showers and stuff like that, in a sense. But then, like when they crawling through the air vent and the ones pooping, yeah, it kind of gets it gets messy. It gets messy. Uh, I don't know where, where, I don't know. <laughs> it gets messy, ladies and gentlemen, it gets messy. <laughs> it does. I lost my train of thought, but, uh, with all that, um, well, but you know what this movie? Poop often makes people lose their train of thought. But, okay, here's what I was thinking while you were saying all of that before you got to the poop. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, this movie left me appreciating Freddie Prince Jr. more. Because, you know, I, I I guess I took him – I kind of – I don't know if I look, made fun of him. I've always liked him. I loved him in I Know What You Did Last Summer. I still know what you did last summer. But this was his this was his thing, you know, rom-coms. And that's what he's going to be known for forever. It just made me miss him. Like, I don't know what he does anymore. Like, where is Freddy? We need Freddy. <laughs> I was hoping he was going to show up in this movie. Because they were so – they, like, referenced every Freddie Prince Jr. rom-com. There was that so, would have been nice. It would have been nice yeah. if you showed up. Uh, we got we got to see Molly Ringwald, which was yeah, which was major. You know, uh, yeah, I like that. That was cool. I, yeah. I, I like that. And we've seen uh, Marissa Joan Hart again pops up. Uh, the kid uh, with the one that started to clap, they never could start to clap. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so that was cool. But yeah, it'd been nice though if we seen Freddie Prince Jr. Like it, it seems like he should have been maybe. Uh, maybe show up as a limo driver or something or something. Yeah. Just pop up real quick to maybe even give uh, 
maybe even to give uh, Evan, Evan, uh, Chris Evans a pep talk. It would have been pretty cool. Yeah, it would have it been sweet uh, for him to show up. Ah, man. Especially Missed in the airport. The or- airport scene, like, he could have been, like, coming back from somewhere and, uh, like, and him saying, he could have been the one that says effing teenagers or whatever, instead of Molly Ringwald. Yeah. But, I guess, I, I'm sure he was approached. You know, I can't see how not he, because they referenced pretty much every movie he did. Uh, I guess he just kind of look, probably looked at it as like they were making fun of his career. <laughs> and it really isn't. Uh, like uh, I didn't like, feel that way at all. They also referenced Lucas. Uh, <laughs> yes, they did reference Lucas at the beginning. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. But, uh, it didn't go that way in Lucas, but that was disaster. For no, that was, this your, was this your first time seeing the movie? Yes, first time. So that's, that's it's, it's great. So as your first time seeing uh, not a TV movie, what, what was your experience with it? Like, how did you feel about it overall? Uh, my my experience was like this: I was quoting the movie because <laughs> I knew I knew what they were. I knew most of them. I, I was like, I loved it. I, I realized this. I have seen way too many rom-coms. You know, I have seen way too many for a guy. <laughs> but I, I, overall, I mean, I, I had a really good time with it. Uh, at the end of the movie, though, it just made me feel like, where the hell did Freddie Prince Jr. go? You know, uh, I know he became a writer for WWE. I know he was in, like, the last season, 24, or one of the last seasons. But I don't know what happened to his career. I don't recently, recently he uh, was in a commercial with his with his real life wife, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh They were in a, in a commercial talking about like using uh, like something to put in your detergent to wash your stuff. Yeah. I don't know, but it was really cool. They like uh, um, we, we we both have flings, you know, something like that. Uh, yeah, I have flings, and then next thing you know, they, you know. It might, it might not be it if I can find a commercial. We'll put it in right now. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, the, you know, it's it's uh, Freddie Prince Jr. For the he was what Molly Ringwald was for '80s teen movies. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. was for '90s teen teen movies because uh, he mm-hmm. was. I never thought about it until you mentioned it, because yeah, he was in a lot of stuff, and he just, you know, just he's that guy, and yeah. he's really good, and 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 I felt like Chris Evans uh, didn't. I, I feel like nobody in this movie was really disrespectful to anyone. No, no, no. I, I feel this movie uh, was appreciative to these rom coms that come in the eighties and in the nineties. Uh, it was very much respected what they were doing. They were doing a spoof, but they were respecting the material. So uh, I think that's one of the main reasons I love this movie. Uh, What it made me want to do was go back and watch these older movies again. Like, Mm -hmm. you know? So I I greatly enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. That's how I felt as well. It did make me want to go back and watch a lot of them. Uh, Because, you know, like you see, like, the things that they reference, like, like you said, that scene with uh, the, um, I don't, I, they didn't do, I don't think they did Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, also, yeah, you mentioned uh, the other guy from King Harley, uh, not, um, 
Had I Met Your Mother was in this one. He was all a part of this movie. I didn't realize he was uh, the, the main guy. Yeah. Ted, the, yeah. The guy Ted. Ted. Yeah, he was, uh, oh, what's his name? From uh, Road Trip. I can't think of his name. He was uh, that Tom guy. Green. That, Tom Green. Yeah, him. <laughs> he, he was him from Road Trip. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was just a very enjoyable movie. I mean, it was very funny. Uh, still to this day, I, also Chris Evans was not just Freddie Prince Jr. in that movie. He was also uh, Mots from Varsity Blues. So that mm-hmm. was that was cool. Also, uh, and that's why, and that was my point as well too. Uh, like when they, the the details that they went into recreating the library from uh, from uh, um, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. That yeah, was, was a spitting image of the library from yes. Breakfast Club. It had like the same, the way the steps went up. They had the same statues as in the library. The desk was organized the same way. The door was organized the same way. And to have him come back through, I felt like I was watching that. And uh, I got you, baby. The uh, the show saying, are you still watching? Um, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And there it goes. You're good. Calm down. So, uh, they uh, it goes into like some really uh, like really painstaking details, man. And to have uh, Mr. Gleason pop up, uh, I, I believe he's passed away now. Um, but yeah, to have him pop up, it was just so good, man. Yeah, that was my favorite cameo, though. Uh, I love Molly's, but Paul well, Gleason showed up. I was quoting his words with him. I mean, I loved it. I, I had an absolute blast watching that. Also, real Cameo. quick, I want to talk about. Uh, so the guy that plays uh, the guy that plays uh, Janie's little brother, uh, who was also the Seth Green character too. Uh, he uh, he looks a lot like uh, Judge. Uh, I, I mean, uh, what's the name? Jed Law. He looks a lot. It was a, not Jed Law. Jed Nelson, right? He yeah, Judd Nelson. He looks a lot like Judd Nelson. Like, really does. Uh, like in that scene, he was wearing yeah. the leather jacket, but he 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 looks he looks like him, like as as a kid or something. Um, and then like uh, they and then like with his best friend, the one that plays the Oz character, he turns around and says, "Stop." Um, I love that. You know, like like him mouthing the way that Molly Ringwald did when she told him to stop. Um, yeah, uh, just oh man, you got another. Uh, I have you for your natural rest of your natural born life, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. man, it's a movie, it's just it's a great movie. Uh, is there anything that you Some didn't like that. about it? 100% agree. Is there anything that you didn't like about it? Uh I can't say there was anything I didn't like. I, I I knew this scene was in the movie with Chris Evans, the varsity blue scene with the whipped cream and the uh, the cherries. Uh, I, I I think I even said this while watching. It was such a waste of cherries, <laughs> you know, such a waste. But him turning around with a banana up his butt, you know, that's just priceless. Someone that's just priceless. And to say that he started his career off doing this movie. And he later became Captain America. I mean, God bless Chris Evans. <laughs> so you get, so you got to see America's act like right then. 
You got to um, see a lot of America. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick, the movie also deals uh, pokes fun at cruel intentions. Yes, it does. Uh, in a major way. Oh, and also, uh, never been kissed. Never been kissed. Yeah. Uh, which that was funny. The fact that she was like a obviously an older woman. You yeah. Know, but um, but yeah, the um, that kissing scene. Ugh. Yeah, it was. Cruel attention be- was uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar initially, and so and Samuel Blair and Samuel Blair. Yep. Yeah. It made me drink that one. Uh, water. So. I'll have but, one with you. Cheers. Cheers. Um, but um, man, I mean, ultimately, I thought that this was just an entertaining film. Um. And it actually does still have a plot. I love that it busts out into the other teen scenarios, which is the uh, musical. They had a musical number. It was, and it was funny. And it was it was funny the way they kind of froze at the end, you know. Yeah. And then I love the uh, the uh, cliche, the token black guy that was in it. Oh yeah. He says, "All I'm here is just to say, uh, damn snap, and that's messed up, you know, stuff like that." Uh, but stay out of the conversation, and uh, and then like I love how him and uh, other guys, Sean Patrick Thomas, Sean Patrick Thomas, how they kind of acknowledge one another. Yeah, he's like, like it's like it's funny, man. Uh, it's funny because it's true. Think about those all those teen movies. You might always have like at least one black friend that's there. But then the eighties, you had like the Asian character. So you had that one guy that played like the Asian character. He played a, a Long Duck Down character without being Long Duck Down. And uh but he also was making fun of uh I guess the character from uh, the characters from Kane Harley Wade that's acting black. Those, those, yeah. but he's acting Asian. Uh and he said and he went up to the Asian people and they kick him. But then like you you had those two white dudes in this movie that was acting black too. Yeah. You know, it was just man, so layered, so many layers, man. So many, so many good layers. Brandon, yes, sir. Does it hold up? Oh, definitely. Uh, no, no contest. It it holds up. Uh, do you want me to go get give you my score? Go right ahead, my friend. All right, I give it a four point five out of five on the markout meter. Okay, I give it a <laughs> I, I give it a four point five as well. Uh, the reason why I don't give it a five. Honestly, it's because it had to go off. It had to end. I wanted yeah. it to continue. I wanted to just see more. It could, yeah. you know, it's it's how much I enjoyed it because it's a rich, it's a uh, rich subgenre to make fun of. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wanted to see more. Um, it's it's one of uh, one of the better well done spoof films. Um, I agree. Uh, it told a, it told a good story as well, even though I mean, obviously, it you know, it's it spoofed it, but it, it still told an entertaining story. Yeah, I saw another one. You're uh, freezing. We didn't, but it's okay. Uh, I I just felt I felt like we could have saw one though. I felt like this, you know, John Hughes Academy 
could have done more. You know, we could have had more stories there. Oh, they really could. Like, if they wanted to come out with another, not another, another team movie or something like that, another a sequel to it, they really could. Although, and and because there's so much more material, like you said, where science wasn't tackled, uh, more porkage wasn't tackled, um, and plus other stuff that's come on. Uh, yeah. John Tucker must die, you know, stuff like yeah. that. that yeah, they could tackle of. the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, I think there's room for a sequel here. Uh, I would love it, you know, myself. Spe- I mean, if you can get Chris Evans to come back for a cameo, come on. I mean, I would love that. The show appreciation where he started. You yeah, know? And maybe at this point we could get Freddie Prince Jr. to pop up. Yeah, come on, Freddie. Pop up. Come on. Freddie and Michelle. Have Sarah Michelle pop up. And yeah. uh and uh you can have Seth you can have Seth Green pop up. Put that down. Yeah. All right, so you have Seth Green pop up. You can have like uh a lot of people pop up. I don't know what that noise was. Oh, that's my phone. I'm so loud. Anyway, uh yeah, I've I, my mark out is four and a half out of five as well. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, just everybody was everybody was tremendous in this movie. Nobody phoned in. Uh, Randy Quaid was excellent. He was like a perfect mixture of weird daddy and uh, uh, uncle uh, cousin cousin uh, cousin Eddie cousin Eddie. It's like cousin Eddie grew like had children and grew up. Yeah, he had children. It's like that's what I was thinking too. But yeah, I I was like, this is cousin Eddie, and I, I was like, it was awesome to see. Even though it technically wasn't supposed to be, it was supposed to be an earlier film character he did. All I could could see was cousin Eddie though. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. uh, I I liked it, man. I I liked it. Uh, uh, just I liked everything about it. I thought that nobody was wasted. Um, mm-hmm. And the jokes that they had just kept going, and just it was it's excellent, man. It's near, it's a nearly perfect uh, spoof film. Who was your standout for the whole movie? Actually, uh, you mentioned him. Uh, it was the dude from uh, the Dumb and Dumber sequel. That guy, Mister Mister, what did he say? Mister Not Too Popular is not too popular. Yeah. You know that guy. Like he he I could, like the way he acted in this movie. I can see why they casted him to be Jim Carrey, a yeah. younger Jim Carrey, because just the way his the way he does his facial features, but he was just naturally just funny. He was funny. Yeah, he, he was like one of the best best parts of the movie. Yeah, he was. He was better than Paul Put it Walker, down. which is a. Uh, I mean, he was better. He was better than Paul Walker was, and she's all that and Varsity Blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it, when I always thought about this movie, this movie came out in two thousand one. And uh, the kick I get out of it is when this is when Paul Walker became Paul Walker, the action star, because he did the Fast and the Furious the same year. So that's just cool. When, you know, they were spoofing when, his films, and he was coming a star at the same year. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it's a fun little fact. But uh, I think the standout for me, uh, it's an obvious choice with Chris Evans because I've, you know, I didn't see this movie till like Monday but I've always been a Chris Evans fan uh 
and see him in his first role. And, you know, he had uh, he had all of it. I mean, he had the it factor and never acted before. I think that's – man, they just, like, picked him off the street. And just – it was awesome. To and see he, him. he handled comedy well, too. Yeah. He's, uh, he's very more balanced than you think. And I would love to see him do more comedies now since he's – done with the MCU, supposedly, unless they do some time travel stuff and bring him back, but <laughs> I would love to see I love to see where his career is going to go now after playing Captain America. Uh, if he does more comedies, I'm there. He, he sold me on this movie. Yeah, he um, he honestly was really, uh, really good in this movie as a, a comedic actor, and you forgot how how comedic he was in uh, this film. Like, he did... He, he didn't play it straight uh, as like he didn't play it zany either. He was just like, you know, he just allowed stuff to happen and he re- re- responded to it and reacted to it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he did really well. Um, of course, as I did with King Harley Wait, I'll do this with you again. Um, so we all know that I guess the most, the one that went on to do the most would be Chris Evans. Yeah. Uh, who's who follows him up? I, I would say that honestly, I can't think of no one else that went on to do anything else. I, the only one I could really think of that has done, she's never starred in anything that I know of, except for Poison Ivy. It would be Jamie Presley, but she's always doing something. You know, she's in hit shows. You know, these days. But uh, I, I would say her, off the top of my head. Like the main girl played Janie, I've never heard of her before, so I don't know if she still acts or not. But uh, uh, I mean, I think I felt like I seen her in something. Uh, no, I haven't. I guess she. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's she's Alex Danvers in Supergirl. Like, That's why she looks over me to me. She's like the uh, she's like Supergirl's sister in the show Supergirl. Ah, so she and is still working. Um, that's, I mean, it's good. Uh, what I was gonna say that one of the kids from the beginning, like the American Pie group, one of them uh, was from Freaks and Geeks, so they have that connection as well. Yeah, yeah one of the the one that act Asian, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, this other one, uh, the guy that played. Uh, yeah, uh, he played Austin in not not another team movie, the one that played like the, um, um, oh man, played like the West Ham character, you know the 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 mean jock, you know what I mean? Yeah, Freddie, yeah. not Freddie Prince Jr., but uh, Paul Walker. Uh, he he went on obviously to be in Dumb and Dumber, which nobody likes to talk about. He was in uh, Cellular uh, in twenty two thousand and four with uh uh. Uh, Jason Statham and uh, Sarah Michelle, not not Sarah Michelle, but uh, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, yeah. Uh, and um, he was also recently he was in NCIS Los Angeles. Yeah, he's in that show. Like, um, and uh, yeah, so I'm glad to see that he went on to do major things. Um, you know, the rest of them like. I wanted to say about Ron Lester. Yeah, I think he passed away finally. Uh, I hate that finally. 
not saying that I wanted him to pass away, but yeah, he died in 2016. Mm. Uh, he was the he was the uh, he played uh, Ray. You know, he played like the dude with the concussions. Yeah. He was in uh, Varsity Billy Blues. Bob. Billy Bob. Varsity Blues. Yeah. He passed away. Um, unfortunately, so he passed away. Uh, but, yeah. I knew that I knew that there was somebody that was in the cast that's no longer with us. Uh, um, but, yeah. But rest of them, man, you know. I hadn't really seen them in nothing. It doesn't mean they're not working. Um, I hope that they are. That's all I can say is I hope that they are. Uh, but I'm I'm glad this movie got us Chris Evans. Yeah. Who would have thought a spoof would have generated Captain America? <laughs> you know, I mean, I honestly, I mean, you think of a spoof, you don't think of people having like. I mean, I know that one actress from Mom, she went on to do that, but Anna Ferris, she went on to do spoofs, but, you know, and she stays in a comedy, but, you know, most yeah. people don't have long careers that, when they're doing spoofs. It's like, I don't know. Leslie Nielsen. It's, it's like, it's once like, you do it, you're in it. Yeah. And to get out of it, like Chris Evans did, that's, that's something remarkable. I mean, not only to get out of it, to be Captain America. Become like uh, the second biggest Marvel action uh, character. I would say second because Iron Man would be the first. We can't can't deny this. But Captain America is great but behind Iron Man. Uh, Captain's my favorite as far as the MCU movies. Uh, Comic book characters, it's the Hulk. But for the movies, Captain's my favorite. Um, yeah, that's just me. Yeah. But without Iron Man, there wouldn't be an MCU, so I agree. Do. Well, uh, I say that that will be the end of this episode. Uh, you said next week you picking, what are you picking? Can what you am I picking? All right. You've been asking for this. I don't know if you're going to like the movie I'm picking, but you've been asking for it. The horror section. So uh, I'm going to pick a movie uh, from the horror section, an older movie, because that's what the horror section is all about, older horror, or like at least 20 years old. <laughs> but uh, I'm picking Children of the Corn. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I hadn't seen it in forever, but I, I want to see it again. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. All Are you right. not a fan of Children of the Corn there? I hadn't seen it since, like, I was a child in the corner. See? See? There you go. Be interesting to watch it again. Yeah. Get to see young Linda Hamilton not playing Sarah Connor. She is in that movie. I forget. See, don't ruin it. You're frozen. frozen. You froze on me. All oh, right. Well, you froze on me too. We froze on each other. <laughs> it means that this must come to an end. Well, all right. Aaron Whitlow, Brendan Spivey. We're the Mark Out Movie Podcasters, and as I always say, thank you for marking out with us here on the Mark Out Movie Podcast.